I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. It's Wednesday, which means happy hump day from D-Cell's phone to my phone with a gift to you on the airwaves. It's an expression that doesn't make sense, but what the hell? Happy hump day. Welcome into the show. Thanks for being here. Bill Ryder with you. Give us a call if you want to. Phone line 855-212-4CBS. 855-2124-CBS. You can hit us up on Twitter at DCLCBS for Tommy, the executive producer. For me, sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. You can get on Facebook. Some of you know my Facebook thing, and I don't even know what it is, but you're on there. Instant message me. Or if, like listener Bryce, you have my phone number, and some of you just found it, you can text me the way that listener Bryce did and he listens on the on the podcast later in the day, the way you certainly can, free Odyssey app. He texted me yesterday in horror at D-Cell's take that the National Football League should go to four playoff teams. Tom DeCelestino, losing fans one day at a time. But I'm a fan. I'm excited to have him here. And uh, I'm excited for him and I. Team-up's not a, not a nice word. To have a gentle conversation with Super Carlos Correa fan and Mets fan Andrew Bogish about um, Mr. Correa's latest free agency adventure. We'll do that in, in kindness and in, in, in warmth and support, right, Tom? In twenty minutes, we're gonna be we're gonna be very gentle about the news. We're the gonna latest. embrace him like a big hug. Mm. That's what we're here a, for. A sports talk radio group hug. Absolutely, that's what friends do. You know, in the Ryder family. We call it a family hug. Just Henry, Mallon, Lori, we all get in there. Right? A little family hug. That's not what that's going to be. It's going to be something totally different. <laughs> NBA Power Rankings, which we do every Wednesday toward the end of the show. Steve Berline's going to join us in an hour. We'll talk all things football, including whether or not the Bears should, will, really can in terms of just the way that it looks. Use that number one pick overall that they have to draft a quarterback, given the fact that Justin Fields had a pretty breakout season. And the GM of my Chicago Bears, a team that I root for and hate with a burning passion because they do everything wrong, uh, has given some indication they might make a colossal mistake. So that's awesome. Even when we win, we're still the Bears. That's great. We'll get into that as well over the course of the show. Buyer sell is coming up. Also, this is on me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you just heard the, the show open. Me say, I'll admit when I'm wrong. Here's one. Here's one. I know many of you are WWE fans. I know many of you are into, into, the, into the sport. Hurt me to say sport out loud. That's fine. I think fishing is more of a sport. But whatever. I don't want to have that argument. I don't get it. I missed it. That's up. Diesel's going to explain it to me. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to take in the wisdom of Tom DeCelestino. Giving some news in the, in the WWE sphere. 
And a big part of the reason I'm talking to you is because of one of the guys that runs WWE. So maybe we'll even do a little Salad Days conversation. Uh, Sean McVay is giving off you know real signals of, of consistency in his position as the head coach of the Rams. There's some talk he might retire, might walk away. And he's told his assistant coaches, yeah, I'd look for a job. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, I love my wife. I like being married. Let me, let me say that again. I love my wife, and I am married. <laughs> Let's not you here on the show. I love my wife, and I am married. But if you know, if I just thought we were in a bad spell, and I said, "How how how are we doing?" and she's like, "Oh yeah, no, it's probably fine. you might want to like dig up some ex girlfriend." Just in, I'm just you might want to look, but it's fine. I mean, but yeah, you want to you want to haul pass forever? I don't I don't know. Maybe probably not a real sign of long term commitment. We'll hit that as well later later on the show. Tom, what I'm in a good mood. I know I'm supposed to like open with some sports. I will I promise. I got a whole take and everything for you. Um I'm just I, I want to check in on you because I'm actually worried about your take that the NFL should go down to four teams. And I yeah, it's hard for me to speak when I think about this subject. You've had twenty four hours. Would you like to just utter the words in this case, it's you, but the, the words that could come out of your mouth, I was wrong. Because that's one of the, and look, I say this with love and, and respect, it's one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my entire life. You can just take it off the table now. Yeah, I'm sad we actually didn't do a what to sell for it because you guys oh. didn't know it was coming. Um, yeah. yeah, 24 hours, I've really thought long and hard about this, okay. and uh, I don't want to take it back whatsoever. I'm not apologizing for it. Four-team playoff would be much better than what the NFL currently has. It I would mean, be. That is- I mean, it really is. It's like it's like worst take of the year. I we're gonna get we're gonna look. We're gonna I'm gonna ask Steve. Bert, every NFL guest we have, I'm just gonna run it by. Him. Can't just gonna run wait. by. Him. Maybe wait. I'm missing something. Maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> Maybe I'm the one that's you know missing. I would try coffee. Let me just real quick slip. Maybe coffee would would be. A thing for you. Maybe coffee would do it because, you know, I've had trouble with sports terminology this week as well. No, no, I didn't understand a how a window you. works. Not a pick on you segment. I'm just the NFL going down to four teams. Yeah, you went after Joe Burrow's um, honesty. What did you say? Oh, he's hamming it up? Uh, yes, about Mr. Justin Herbert. Oh, I'm sorry, Justin Herbert. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not gonna say you've scrambled my brain. All right, let's get to uh let's get to an NBA take here. Eight five five two one two four CBS again, sports writer, sports R E I T E R. There is um there are times when things are so clear, when the obvious is in front of us, but it's hard to see through a mound of misinformation or facts that don't matter, the sort of things, if I can be honest with you, if I can be candid, especially when it comes to sports writers, that the sheep see and cling to because they're so worried about sounding like an idiot in the locker room or with their buddies who cover the team that they don't understand the obvious. And this is constantly true in the NBA. It's true in all sports. But there are several things in the National Basketball Association for a variety of reasons that can be easier to parse. It is just easier, I think, to be predictive, to predict properly some of the things that are going to happen in that sport than in, say, the National Football League where there's a lot of variants. And an example, not what I want to start with, but an example is the Los Angeles Lakers. And the fact that when they paired Russell Westbrook with LeBron James to anyone who was able to just operate outside of whatever the, the bubble was, like, oh, this isn't going to work. I know I talked on the air about living in L.A., doing this show, everywhere I went, the people who listen to the show that I know socially or live around would be horrified. We're horrified. Like, how Russell Westbrook's won an MVP? I don't get it. 
And it's happening again in the Western Conference. Last night, the best team in the Western Conference, the team to beat in the Western Conference, the only, and it's an interesting crowded field out West, unlike the East, where there's three or four, depending on how you want to evaluate the Nets, legitimate contenders. There's only one in the West. There are other teams that can come out of a crowded West. It's interesting. There's one true, sure thing contender, one team you can actually count on, and it's the Golden State Warriors. And everybody's missing the obvious, other than Vegas. Everyone's clinging to the wrong stats, the wrong things, the wrong focus. I saw it last night after the game. Steph Curry had missed 11 consecutive games. He returned last night. Andrew Wiggins, not a superstar, but an important part of that team, one of the starters on that team. Remember, the defending champions was in his second game back. And against a a pretty hapless Phoenix Suns team, against a Suns team that had been on a pretty significant losing streak going into last night's game, in the Bay, in San Francisco, in that beautiful, fairly new arena the Warriors play in, Golden State got beat, and really got beat pretty handily, even though the, the final score looked a little bit closer than it was. This was a game that Phoenix more or less dominated. Final score, 117-11. No Chris Paul. Suns aren't a good team. Steph Curry looked super rusty, especially early in the game. Klay Thompson was inefficient, as was Steph from the three-point line. Warriors are under five they They're not in the top six right now. All the easy things... All the easy views are, well, the Warriors are struggling. Is it? The Warriors are the team to beat. They're the best team in the Western Conference. And the real takeaway from last night, for those of you that followed the NBA, is that Steph Curry physically stepping foot on the floor again. His return. Forget the fact they lost. Forget the fact that he didn't play well in the first half. Forget the fact they didn't shoot particularly well from the three-point line. I think it was 5 of 15 from deep. Steph Curry being back elevates the Warriors to the best team in the Western Conference. And there's two reasons for that. One is the West and every other team that you should not take seriously, and the other is the Golden State Warriors. Let's start with the Warriors. They are literally the team that stepped on the floor last night. That starting five of Wiggins, Green, Draymond, Kevon Looney, Clay Thompson, and Steph, that starting five had not played together since December 5th. Been a month. Been a little bit more than that. Hashtag good at math, good at calendars. But when they stepped on the floor, they did so as the best starting five in the NBA. And to hell with that. The best five-man rotation in the NBA. Plus 138 in limited minutes this year. When those five guys are healthy, when they play together, when they're on the floor together, they are literally the best team in the National Basketball Association in terms of how they do against the guys they play against. The, The next closest group... The next closest rotation is the starting five for the Denver Nuggets, who are ostensibly the best team in the West in terms of record. We, we forget so easily who people are, who teams are, what, the mistakes that we've made in the past. Let me, let me draw an NFL comparison, and it may not go this way. And I've made the same mistake. But we've got, in the NFC, a series of fine football teams that are deeply flawed. Outside of the Eagles, if you trust Jalen Hurts, the real team to look at, and the betting favorite to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC, is, is a Niners team that, look, I, and I believe in them, still has a rookie quarterback who's unproven in his career, let alone the postseason in terms of sample size. And so you go through the list of teams, and you've got Dallas, Dak Prescott's a no for me. You've got Minnesota, Kirk Kissing Cousins doesn't feel right for all the reasons we came up with that terrible, terrible nickname. 
And, and there's Tom Brady. I know he's 83 years old. I know that occasionally he plays with a walking cane when he's actually on the field at quarterback. But we have seen that story before. We've seen teams, and this isn't Tampa Bay, but we've seen teams get in this last seed with a little bit of momentum. We've seen guys like Tom Brady be doubted a couple years ago. He lost to the Saints twice in the regular season with Tampa Bay, and obviously, you know, we're able to beat him and end up making a Super Bowl, went to Lambeau, won that game. Sometimes all-time greats have told us again and again what they're about, and we doubt them. You want to doubt Brady because he's 103 years old, that's fine. Steph Curry's not. Steph Curry is still in his prime. Steph Curry has still showcased in last year's NBA Finals. These guys are the defending champions. They're not, say, two years removed. What he's about. And what we do is we sleep on the obvious because we're no longer mesmerized by it. And at least in terms of the people that I cover this sport with, guys are so focused, the men and women who cover the game, of not looking stupid on NBA Twitter that they miss what's obvious and smart. The West is not a formidable reality. It's just not. There's a lot of teams that can come out, but none outside of Golden State that are actual, legitimate, sure thing threats. I mean, just go down go down the standings. I love, I love Jokic. He's probably, kind of pains me to say this, he's probably going to win another MVP. And, and the Denver Nuggets have been sensational because of him, and they do have the, the second-best starting five, or just five, it's their starting five, in the NBA when he's out there, when Michael Porter Jr. is out there, when Jamal Murray's out there, when that group is out there. They are atrocious defensively. The Denver Nuggets are an embarrassment defensively. And no team in this century and no team in the, in the 10 years, the decade before it, has won an NBA championship ever and been a bottom five defensive team. It's not, maybe it'll happen. Seems extremely unlikely. If I was going to put my money on any team, any team in the Western Conference that's not a healthy Golden State Warriors team, it's the Memphis Grizzlies. I love what John Morant's about. The team plays offense and defense, and I think their long-term future is legitimate and strong and interesting. But there is a understandable youthful exuberance that gets the best of them sometimes. I don't need Desmond Bain shooting 38 three-point shots in a close game. I don't need John Morant poking the bear that is the Warriors before they play those guys. Steph Curry's Warriors team without Steph Curry over the course of that, those 11 games went 6-5, and five, which is pretty good, you know, pretty high watermark to keep their head above water. And Steph was praising those guys for that in his return yesterday. One of those wins was against Memphis. And I mean this respectfully. Shut the hell up and just win the basketball game. There's just a, there's a youthfulness there you have to get through. The Suns are washed. I had a scout tell me the other day that Chris Paul is absolutely washed. And let's be fair, I'm not a big Chris Paul fan. That was music to my ears. That's like somebody telling me I'm the most handsome man that they've ever seen. Deep down, I know it's probably not true, but I want to believe it. I want to believe Chris Paul's washed. I do, because I don't like the guy. But it's a scout who doesn't really care about my personal interactions with CP3. If CP3 is washed, so are the Suns. I don't care he didn't play last night and the Suns won that game. doesn't matter. And, and they've been decidedly mediocre. I love what's going on in Sacktown. I love the Sacramento Kings, who aren't really young anymore. They're kind of youngish. That group of guys playing pretty, pretty good basketball. They're not winning an NBA championship. They're not making a conference finals. New Orleans interesting, but Zion's got to be healthy. Maybe they're a contender. Maybe, maybe, if Zion's healthy. But Zion's not healthy right now, and he's never healthy. He's Samuel Jackson. He's Mr. Glass from Unbreakable. Grossly underrated film, by the way. Such a good movie. To be fair, I didn't see the next two, so I guess you know how underrated could it be. It's probably not New Orleans. Kind of like Jokic, just with, with, with less help. Luka Dodgers is a machine, he's a star, he's incredible. 
that team is bad defensively. He doesn't have enough help. And another scout made a really good point to me. I thought it was interesting. Again, a little counterintuitive because we've seen we've seen Luka carry teams to, to a conference finals. But the scout made the point, the problem with Luka and the way that he runs the offense, slows it down, really slow pace of play, almost a 40% usage rate, which is to say the ball's always in his hands. Not only can guys not get in rhythm, not only are they not trained to step up in the, in the postseason because it's always Luka, this scout pointed out, Luka wears himself down. So even if he gets a team to a conference finals, he's put so much wear and tear on his body in the regular season, and then it's basically a two-month postseason if you're going to make and win a finals, that Luka runs out of steam. It's not Dallas. The Clippers are a joke, and maybe if Kawhi stops being a part-time basketball player, maybe someday they'll be interesting. Minnesota, I'm not going to humor you with. and Well, the Lakers, no, that's a joke. I'm just kidding. The Lakers aren't even in the conversation. There's no one to take the crown. And, and this is a, a Warriors team, despite their record, despite their lackluster defense, despite, and I think this is the big concern, Draymond Green you know, punching Jordan Poole in the face at the start of the year. Easy to forget that in the myriad ridiculousness of drama we've seen. The reality is that the Warriors are still the Warriors. They won an NBA championship in June. Steph Curry is back. And they are able to, in a way you may or may not like, and it may turn you off on the NBA, I get it, they're able to go into cruise control a little bit sometimes because they can be a little bored because they understand they've won so much. They know they don't have to be their sharpest now. They just got to try to avoid being 7, 8, 9, or 10. You've seen it from Milwaukee, too. I think there's several teams in the East that can win, that can make the NBA Finals and obviously therefore win. Milwaukee's still my favorite. And they're, I think, third. I haven't looked today. But they're, they're third or fourth somewhere, I think third in the, in, in the standings. They've been a little lackadaisical. They've been a little bored. Chris Middleton's been hurt. But that's... The Warriors are still the Warriors. Please don't miss it. That's the takeaway last night. Not that they lost. Not that Steph didn't play well. Not that Stop. The fact Steph stepped on the floor means the Warriors are back, and when they're back to the best team, if not in the NBA, and they may be, we saw it last year, certainly in the Western Conference. All right, 855-212-4CBS. I just get it off my chest a little bit. I'm not saying that somebody's saying that the NFL should go to four teams got me fired up, but it might have got me a little fired up. We're going to do a what to sell. We're going to let Tommy defend himself. It's, I don't know when, at some point in the show or tomorrow. We always run out of time. Tom, you, you up for a little what? You, just, Tom, I want you to think about your, your NFL four-team argument because you, you might get the floor later. You know, I'm always ready to go for a what to sell. And I don't really have to. You know, these aren't contrived takes. This is what I really feel, which really makes you in bogus laugh. I, I, yes. Um, here is what also makes me laugh. Uh there's a pretty good there's a pretty good joke I read this morning about Carlos Correa. Would you uh would you like to hear it? I'm gonna read it twice. I'm gonna read it to you and read it to Bogus. And this is compliments of who did this? I think it was Kendall Baker over at Axios. Congratulations to Carlos Correa, who agreed to three of the thirty richest MLB contracts ever this offseason. <laughs> He's got a third team. Uh we'll get into that ridiculousness and, and what it means. And how Tommy and I were right on something maybe bogus wasn't. I don't know. Maybe that's where we're going next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend? 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. You know, we don't talk enough long ball here on the show. Let's do that. Hi, hi Andrew Bogish. Hey, Bill, how are you? Hey, Long uh, Bill. Long, long Bill. That <laughs> came out. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Okay. okay. Um, can I read you something that made me laugh and made me smile? Uh, please. This was from Axios. I believe it was one of their writers. It said Kendall Baker. He's the editor. Congratulations to Carlos Correa, who agreed to three of the 30 richest MLB contracts Ever this offseason. Now, I'm trying to, if, if you missed the, the, the news, uh, Carlos Correa signed a big, long-term, massive deal with the Giants, and then that fell through because of a physical, and the Mets swooped in and were like, we got you, buddy, and they gave him a pretty long deal, and, you know, physical's got to be signed. And then that fell through, and now he's going, well, he's returning to the Twins for a long deal pending a physical. Now, I'm trying to remember, Bogus, weren't you kind of team... Yay, this yay Carlos Correa deal? Where where are you at now? How you doing? Yeah, thank you for giving me the chance. I do want to uh, pat myself on the back, uh, as I'm sure D-Cell already remembers when we had this conversation post-Correa signing with my Mets. Um, I defended the idea of adding Carlos Correa, was worried about the long-term nature of the deal, and I believe I pegged a good Carlos Correa deal at six years and $180 million and here we are at six and two hundred. That's almost the same thing. I should be an MLB GM. Thank you very much. You, you pegged it, I believe, for your Mets, though. I don't, I, yeah, I don't. they should have done it. Is it is this deal even going to go through? So it is, I just typed it into my script for my next update. According to uh, multiple sources, the twin. This is not my sources. Uh, multiple reports. The physical is good. It is done. It's over. It happened in minutes, apparently. And this is so. We'll get the official Twins announcement. Later today, this, but you know what, D cells had a rough morning because I did open the show just like, do you want to retract your four team NFL playoff scenario? And he boldly, he didn't know. So anyway, moving on. Tommy, do you have it? Do you want to? Do you want to dive in on Carlos Correa here? To Bogus's point, this is probably the more appropriate deal, but we cannot forget, Bogus, you were very gleeful when the Mets swooped in and gave him more years and more money than you thought he was worth. You were happy that Carlos Correa was a part of your baseball team. Yeah, he, he made the Mets better. He absolutely did. 
So how are we feeling today now that he is gone? Uh, We're feeling confused because I understand the hesitation of, well, I mean, in theory, I understand the hesitation of not wanting to pay him long term if you think that his right leg is not going to last. I get that. Um, What confuses me is they're basically in the same neighborhood as the Twins. Apparently, the Mets' last offer was five years and 160, not six and 200. So if you're going to go that far, I don't know why you wouldn't have gone a little farther gotten closer to the Twins offer, my assumption would be he'd rather be a Met than a Twin because the Mets are going to play more important games in the near future, and his best friend would be playing next to him in Francisco Lindor. So if you get basically the same Twins offer, I think he would have signed for you. So I'm confused as to why they drew the line in the sand where they did. Maybe they just at a certain point threw up their hands and said, you know what, to hell with it. To hell with it. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I don't know who was the more frustrating in this scenario. Right. It is a good day for Farhan Zaidi, though, who runs baseball operations for the Giants. Because he, and Correa too, but he came in for some serious local criticism up there in the Bay for letting him go to the Mets. All right. Um, can we end with a, oh, you got something to sell? Get in there, Tom. No, I just think there's more confusion than even what Bogus elaborated on. I'm with him on what he said, but also, too, there's got to be confusion on if you're Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets, you swooped in from Hawaii, no less, and say, oh, your deal's done with the Giants. Come to us. We'll give you the years. We'll give you the money you want. There's got to be a reason the Giants had hesitation. The same physical that he took with the Mets, he took with the Giants, and the same red flags came up. Like, you can't tell me the Mets don't have a little bit of egg on their face oh, today. Oh, no. I mean, they certainly do, and he does as well, and you, you hope that maybe he learns a lesson here that That's right. you can be aggressive. And yeah. you can, you know, you can push and shove and go get guys, but you can't overcommit. I mean, you can't say yes to 12 years and 315 and then spend three weeks haggling over a physical that everyone saw was going to be an issue and then end up not with the player. I mean, he, he really he, took the Giants to be bozos in that situation. Here's my main concern. The Giants are willing to spend money to be competitive. Right? Whatever you think, and I think, Andrew, you and I probably have different views of what that means for baseball, but that's a reality. The Mets are willing to spend, obviously, money to be competitive. The fact that Carlos Correa is going to the Minnesota Twins, who cannot compete in the same way with the same number of players, to me means they have to, those teams always have to look for market opportunities. They know they're buying, they are buying damaged goods. They are paying for damaged goods. Because if he wasn't damaged goods, they would have figured it out in the Bay and they would have figured it out in New York. And so not just the not just whatever's in the in the double in the double medicals from both these teams, I think the likelihood, the strong likelihood is that the guy's not gonna work out, that there's gonna be some kind of a problem, that it's obviously it's serious. With in no disrespect to you, to Minneapolis, I'm from Iowa. The fact he's gonna be a twin, I think, is the is the huge red flag because those markets have to be desperate to compete and look for market opportunities. And it's a market opportunity because obviously the physical is really problematic, but the twins can't be honest with themselves about it or can be honest, but have to be like, whatever, we'll take the risk. And else like this is coming here. Yeah, and either even going further down that road, which you know starts to feel like me spinning it in a pro Mets standpoint, but you've opened this door, so I'm gonna go there as well. The Mets last offer apparently could have gotten to what they originally agreed to, twelve right. years and three of fifteen, if he stayed healthy, and he didn't choose that deal. He yep. chose the one that gives that gives him more money right now in case maybe he knows that that leg has an expiration date, at least in terms of letting it be 
as good as he can possibly be. So it wasn't worth the gamble of staying healthy and getting more term and more money from the Mets in the next decade plus. Yeah, I do think I, I mean I think that that's a really good insight. Um, at the risk of changing the subject to something sort of random, I and I don't know where you come. Are you a WWE? Are you a wrestling guy, Bogish? I was until I was like eleven. All right, you can both explain it to me. So uh, look, no, I know we can't. A lot of our, a lot of our audience <laughs> like it. I'm not making judgments. I just don't. So WWE reportedly has been sold to the Saudi Arabian, um, whatever, whatever wealth. I can't remember what it's called. Bogus, you'll know. The the their their sovereign wealth fund. Excuse me. I have sort of a connection with this because the guy that changed my life, Nick Khan, who was the CEO of WWE and used to be an agent at CAA, um, represented me when I was just some random guy in Kansas City. And, and changed, I, I'm a huge fan of the guy. And so I'm always kind of rooting for him, although it's hard in this situation given who's reportedly buying WWE and everything that's going on with Vince McMahon. Okay, that's the news. I just don't get it. And, and I'm not judging people. Is it is it cosplay? Is it Cosplay? What is it called where you dress up as Harry Potter? Pretty sure it's cosplay. Cosplay? Does that sound right? Don't say do pretty right? sure. We, we saw your Halloween costume. We know what you're into. <laughs> you got yeah, it. Okay. You, you can tell me. us. I got no issue. I, my daughter has friends who do that. Cool. Very cool. I don't understand that. Either. There are things I don't understand. doesn't mean they don't have value. I don't understand WWE. I don't understand professional wrestling. And I certainly don't understand why when I go to ESPN.com, or CBSSports.com, it's on there as news, and, and why my former employer, Fox Sports, is so. In, I mean, it's fiction. I don't. It's fiction. I like fiction. I stayed up wait. I stayed up till twelve thirty at night West Coast time last night working, and then watched thirty minutes of you on Netflix. I know that's not real. I know that there's not really somebody trapped in a bookstore in a cage, <laughs> but it's not on my on my timeline of of like news, right? Oh, breaking news over at ESPN.com. Joe's a bad guy. I don't, I just don't get it. Well, so, I mean, this is, this is news, but you shouldn't be reading about it, in my opinion, on ESPN.com or at FoxSports.com. Johnny Smith Rocket Face wins whatever goes on there. I don't know anything about it. Why is that on there? It's not, you're right, this is news. But even when their fictional outcomes happen, it appears, what? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not MMA. It's not boxing. Right. It's com- I love it's, MMA. Right. It's, those are those are sports, whether you follow them or not. Those are sports. This this is not. I don't get it. I mean, we, Diesel can tell you, we work in a room full of wrestling fans, and there are conversations among our colleagues about, like, who should be in the Hall of Fame or not, as if we're talking about Cooperstown or Canton, and, like, not to knock Hulk Hogan or Triple H, whatever, but, like, somebody decided they should be in the Hall of Fame by letting them win the heavyweight championship. It's such a weird thing. I don't get it, but I also think I also waste my time on a lot of dumb things like Bravo, so I can only <laughs> point so many fingers. I, we had a colleague here, and I know I'm going to get in trouble, whatever, not in trouble. We had Taz, is that the guy's name, who like worked here and did a morning yes. show and and I'm not I don't I'm not taking shots, but he you know, he carried himself with with a lot of self-confidence, which a lot of guys in radio do. Good for you. And I once said to somebody, maybe Klug or Stu, when they were producing me, like, I don't, he thinks he's an athlete. Like, shh, don't, you'll, you'll get mad. I mean, I don't get it. He's well, an actor. Well, that's, that's, that's where, like, he's an athlete. He, they're athletes. It's not oh, a sport. On. Those guys are athletes. They are yes. in fantastic shape, and they do put their bodies through a lot of pain. So is my neighbor who lifts weights all the time, but it doesn't make him a professional. I mean, come on. Man. No, I still think he's a professional athlete. I just don't think what they're doing is a sport. And then I think there's a difference. So is Tom Cruise a professional athlete? He does his own stunts all the time, 
and he needs to start stop taking his shirt off. Like, I get it, man. You're in your 50s and you're in better <laughs> shape than I am. But, you know, I mean, what's the difference? He's in great shape. He's jumping off mountains and, and doing whatever stupid stuff for another Mission Impossible 32 that comes out this summer. What's the difference? I just, you know, I'm not trying to be argumentative. I'm sorry. Please explain to me. Please explain WWE. I just want to understand. I, I don't think I'm going to have a good, succinct explanation <laughs> for why he's an athlete, but it's not a sport. Because he's an athlete, but he's still doing something that's fictional, which I guess in your example, Tom Cruise is doing it as well. But, like, it's Tom Cruise doesn't need to be an athlete to be a movie star. Taz had to be an athlete to be a wrestling star. They go hand in hand. Like, it's a coincidence that Tom Cruise does his own stunts if he wants to. Like, he chooses for that to be reality. It doesn't have to be. The only way you're going to be in a wrestling ring on Brawl or WrestleMania is if you're still a world-class athlete. So I I will not begrudge them that. But I can't – I'm never going to put – like, I haven't mentioned this story in my updates. I don't think it's sports. If you want to know about this sale, you should go to – CNN or a regular news right. source or you know even TMZ Sports maybe should have this. But it's not going to be something I present like a signing or a trade or a score from last night. And by the way, I, I'm obsessed with with poker. Like, I love watching the World Series of Poker Very and just random poker hands. We don't talk about that on the show. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I find bowling to be mesmerizing. That is a sport, <laughs> but it's not... I'll watch table. I'll fall down a, a YouTube rabbit hole of watching people play table tennis. We're not right. I'm not. I'm not belittling people's interests. People, you know, love the things they love. I just don't understand how it sold itself, Tom, as an American sport. Like valuable, interesting, compelling. Clearly, people love it. I, I, I don't. I just don't get it. I think that's what happens when you know your former employer and the four letter network get some rights to it. They put it out there and they present it in the way that they want it presented. And when big, you know, companies get the rights to it, it's going to be put in our face way more than it used to be. So people are like, there are different wrestlers and they're they're competing against each other in championships. But there's also storylines like a soap opera, and then somebody wins. But even though it's written, it's fiction. People are like, yeah, this guy won. That's am I? Do I have that down? Uh, yeah, I think you nailed it. And they hit each other with chairs. Yes. Sometimes. Sometimes that's real. Sometimes that's not. All right. Sir, I don't know why I got so fired up about it. I, I was going to talk about Ryan uh, Poles, too, you know? He said something, Poles are rising. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Um, all right. I just said, I don't know. I had to get off my chest. You feel better? Did either of you watch it now? I mean, a li- no. I just, I just want to understand. No, it's been decades since I've I watched missed it. it, I guess. I There's can't believe you, ne- you were never into it at any never. point. So some sliding. I got all these buddies who are like, oh, dude, you are, we're going. I'm like, you're sp- spending your money to fly to Florida to watch a. It's just, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't understand. Okay. Good talk. I miss you guys. Oh, I'm gonna be there in a couple <laughs> weeks. We hanging? You guys want to go to WWE match? No. Any in town? I bet I could get his tickets. No, thank you. I don't know if you could. Uh, tickets are hard to come by. Are they? There's people who love it. What's harder to get tickets to? That oh, Are the Rangers playing while I'm in town? When are you here again? Because we're getting close to the NHL All-Star break. 22nd to the 25th. Although on that Tuesday, I'm going to Cavs-Knicks. 
So my window is Monday the 23rd, basically. Hmm. Monday, January 23rd. <gasps> the Rangers are hosting the Florida oh! Panthers. Blue Let's shirts! do it! Blue shirts! So right. D-Cell's out. So we only need two tickets. To, I, I'm in. To be continued. Okay. All right. Oh, man, I'm pumped. Let's, uh, what do you think Taz wants to go? We'll get Klug and Taz. Not with you. I, he seems like a nice guy. Uh, he seems like a nice guy. Like, I don't, I He's don't a really nice know. guy, but he doesn't like you. That happens. <laughs> I can live with it. You're a non-believer. Uh, let's do, let's do NBA power rankings with this, uh, non-WWE believer. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thanks for being here. I apologize to WWE would-be Hall of Famers and Hall of Famers. I'm also in a fantasy uh, football, baseball and basketball league with um, a W, the, oh my gosh, I should, The Miz? Mike The Miz, yeah. The Miz. Yeah, he's a big deal. Is he? Yeah, or at least he used to be. Okay, good for him. Again, no disrespect. Pretty good at fantasy fo- Really good. Better than I am at fantasy football. I'm not sure if that's really good. It's just... So he's he's a he's a WWE athlete. Yes, and I'll give you something else about uh, Mike the Miz. Started out, he was on The Real World. So was Kyle Brandt, right? Isn't that how Kyle Brandt got his, his start? Absolutely. Early on, Real World, or, or later for The Miz? Probably later. Later guy. for The Miz, early on for Kyle Brandt. See, I should know the Miz. I should be able to remember that because I went to Mizzou and M I Z, and then Z O U. Mizzou is a chant. We're just making connections everywhere now. Oh my gosh, the magic is! You know what? Team WWE, let's go. Well, not really now. So, what's? Are there some alternates? Are there some alternative? Is there like you know? Yeah, I think it's kind of like soccer. There's a bunch of different it's leagues like, ah! now, so it's so popular. There's like you know the B level and C level leagues as well. I'm pretty excited. I've got a controversial. I've got a controversial, upside-down version of NBA Power Rankings. Are you ready for this? You ready to get crazy? Uh, no, I'm never ready to get crazy because I can't match your crazy. I'm going to do it kind of quickly, okay? 
and then you tell me who I'm missing or who I've disrespected. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NBA Power Rankings. Number five. Your Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, yeah! Shocker, Tommy! From the top of the rope? I don't know. No more wrestling (laughs) analogies. Look, these guys are so under the radar, but they have that metric that I, I just harp on and I hammer and I say day after day, year after year, top 10 in offensive rating, top 10 in defensive rating, top 10 in offensive rating, top 10 in defensive rating. Several of the teams, most of the teams on this list don't qualify. The Sixers are balanced. They have a top 10 offense. It's been markedly better over the last two or three weeks. They have a top four defense. I think James Harden, if he can be healthy, if he can stay healthy, is a guy who's in not top form, but the form that I know sources in that organization think he needs to be. Doesn't have to be an MVP, just has to be good. And you've got in Joel Embiid an absolute game-changing superstar who I still think has an outside chance at an MVP. They're only a couple games away from the second spot in the Eastern Conference. Do not sleep on the Sixers. Number four. I'll go Denver here, even though I think they're incredibly vulnerable in the long run. I, again, I've talked about their defense. I've talked about my concerns there. Jokic is so good. And for me, the return of Michael Porter Jr., who went to MIZZOU Mizzou, uh, his three-point shooting ability, his opportunity to be that kind of an outlet and that kind of weapon. Again, health is everything in the NBA, especially this year. If he can stay healthy, is so critical. But a Murray MPG, and it's you know really Jokic triumvirate, is so dynamic offensively. They're on the list. I just think that they're downgraded for me a little bit by that defensive reality. Number three. I don't care if they're under 500 after last night. I've got the Warriors at number three. What are you rolling your eyes for, Tommy? I didn't roll my eyes. I let, what out, are a, you doing? I let out a little chuckle. A li- not a belly laugh, a little chuckle. Three and 16 on the road is a statistical anomaly. Curry is back. This is They've had very, very little time with their starting five together. I discussed this at the start of the show, but when they're together... Their total, I don't mean averages, their total box score plus minus is better at 270 minutes than teams that have played a lot more time together. They are dominant starting five. Remember, when you go to the postseason rotations, shortened guys are going to play more minutes. You're going to have a longer series against the same team, experience matters, blah, blah, blah. Don't sleep on the Warriors. Number two. Give me your Milwaukee Bucks, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Going to get healthy. Giannis is going to stop being kind of bored with the whole regular season thing. They're still a top, what, two, three? I think they're third. Team in the Eastern Conference? They're right there. They're right in the mix. I think they're the most postseason able team. Because I think Giannis, with all respect to the team, is about to bump them. It has bumped them. It's one. I just think Giannis is an all-world talent offensively and defensively in a way that other guys, including the reigning back-to-back and soon to be back-to-back-to-back, maybe MVP is not. Okay, here we go. Number one, your Boston Celtics. They're so, I mean, they are so good. They're so good. Now they, they they've hit a they've hit a level of inconsistency of late. The defense was was lackluster early on. Amazing after that, it's it, it's been lackluster a little bit lately. But Jason Tatum's. I mean, you know who they are. They made the finals last year. To me, they're the best team in the NBA. Tom, I, I excluded some teams. I left some teams off. Do you want to be um NBA power rankings? Defender of lost causes. What, what do you call a lawyer? I was going to say. Ex, 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 Let's go checker. with lawyer. 
Lawyer. Let's go with lawyer. Um, I get it. The Brooklyn Nets aren't on yeah. here. Let's not waste a lot of time. KD's out for a month. That makes total sense to me. Kyrie Irving is not a winner. Uh, I don't get this one. The Memphis Grizzlies. Close. No love. No love so for close. Memphis. I had them, and then I crossed it out. I'm like, I got to put Denver. I think I, you know what? I think I probably, I probably, I probably chickened out. Maybe I was a sheep. Maybe I was, you know. What's your best sheep noise? What do you got? Bah. That's mine. Bah. Yeah. Which I'm actually doing lately, trying to teach Will, you know, the farm animals. Oh, you are? You're doing the. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's his favorite animal? Uh, Not exactly a farm animal, but he gets a a kick out of uh, being a monkey. Okay. Yeah. Good for that. Good for that kid. Good for that little dude. Yeah. Memphis is extraordinary. They're they're also really good on both sides of the basketball. I, I just. I have a concern sometimes about their intensity. And that is the the pot calling the kettle black. I I completely understand because I'm a pretty intense dude. I just I doubt them and I just doubt them a little bit. New Orleans obviously not on there because of um, Zion's injury. Love Cleveland. Don't think they belong on that list. I think Philly's the under the radar team, man. I, re- I really I really do. And I don't believe in Doc Rivers at all. So I I don't know how lasting it's going to be. He's not a good coach in the postseason. He is not. But I just don't know that people understand how great Embiid is. Like, how extraordinarily a talent this guy is. I love, I'm loving the Philly love. Brotherly love. Let's give some Philly love, man. Since they're going to be, have their hearts crushed in a couple weeks in football. Although maybe not. The NFC is a joke. It it is terrible. We're going to get into that uh, on tomorrow's show. You know, let's do a little bit now. Our guy, Steve Berline, former quarterback, NFL analyst, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.